Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! And welcome to the Retrograde Video Game Podcast, where this week we celebrate the anniversaries of the F-Zero franchise. Oh, wow. That's amazing. What What is the anniversary for the F-Zero franchise? We're going to find out in a second. My name is Andrew Baskin. With me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. My keys to the F-Zero car, Aaron <laughs> So there's a couple things I have questions about. Yeah. So we just played the game over mm -hmm. on YouTube. Uh, mm -hmm. Please go check that out to see us play this game. But we kept calling them cars, even though there's no wheels and they don't seem to touch the ground. Uh, so two things. Are they cars? And second thing is, do they have keys? Modern cars don't even have keys. Yeah, but these were envisioned in the 90s. And you know how it's like the future as envisioned in the 90s was still like MS-DOS screens. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like monocolored jumpsuits with yes. a big V. Or, uh, or like I think it's something food. like Blade Runner where it's mm. it's very far in the future and yet there's no graphical user interface on any of the computers. You know, I will say Blade Runner got a lot right though. Namely? You're a robot. I'm talking to a robot. That's pretty close. Wait. That has no idea if they're a robot or not. Who are you? Did you just say that to me? You, buddy. Me? Yeah. I'm more of a Harrison Ford type if you think about it. Harrison Ford canonically was a robot in that movie. I don't want this. I don't want this director's cut bullshit. Don't bring that to me. It's not director's don't cut. Don't bring that to me. The director's cut proved an already provable theory that he was an android. And yes, he does dream of electric sheep. My name is Mikey Aaronworth. Oh this has been the Retrograde Podcast. <laughs> Sounds like you're starting Serial. That started the first podcast of all time. I found out one of my favorite serials. Can we talk cereals for a bit? Let's talk I'm cereals. back into cereal. We, we'll get into F-Zero in a little bit. I am so back into Are cereal. Are you really? Because oh, you yeah. always make fun of me for liking cereal. I don't think that's true. No, what the hell are you talking true. about? I said, because <laughs> up until this way that you said it, I was like, you eat cereal? No, because I, I say, I was like, the only cereal I eat is Vector, but it's like an athlete okay, cereal. Yeah, that's very funny. Sorry, and I you, forgot about this. Vector is a Canadian cereal that is for athletes. Yeah. And then you always say... <laughs> Mikey, I don't think athletes eat cereal. <laughs> I don't think athletes eat cereal. I also, uh, you know, one quick look would be like, I don't think I'm an athlete. So I-, I Which cereals are you into? I, mini wheats? I mean, mini wheats? Mini wheats are great. Frosted mini wheats. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not above a Cheerio, a Honey Nut Cheerio. I like a Honey Nut Cheerio. See, regular Cheerios I like. You eat regular Cheerios? I, so- <laughs> This is like if you said you eat cornflakes, I'd be like- Andrew, that was my next one. Regular cornflakes, no milk. <laughs> I'm no dead, milk. Dead you just like handfuls of it? <laughs> no cups. I put them in cups. You mean and, and oh, I, you drink them? You drink this is this is a cereal hack for all of you out there. <laughs> cereal hack. Cereal hacking is what me and my friend Dahmer used to do. All <laughs> I the was time. gonna say we no. You you put your cereal in a cup and mm -hmm. then you drink it. And here's another good tip. Put well, the first one wasn't good. Yeah, don't say good another one. good. No, tip. it's great. You don't need a spoon or anything. Uh huh. You just drink it. So I'm saying drink it. It's a solid dry food. Well, didn't they also create cornflakes to like keep people's sexual drive down? Isn't that that cult leader that created it? What the fuck are you yeah, talking Yeah, no, it's a real thing. I'm going to post a link that about it. That is not a real thing. Mm -hmm. Who's, a real thing. Who is they? Who is it? And why is it still a thing then? Because, uh, uh, well, it's doing a very good uh, job uh, of suppressing <laughs> your sexual appetite. So, Andrew, I'm, I have an appetite. When, they, when I'm Just Ken came on, you're like, absolutely. <laughs> because neither of our genitalia work. You're like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm Just Ken. <laughs> I, I, I I see like in like. That's, <laughs> that's you, good. Do you, so when you eat your cereal, other than dry and out of a cup with uh -huh. no spoon, uh, what do you what do you put on it? Put on it? Yeah. Well, like, what, do you put milk with it? No. You never have milk with cereal? I never do. 
I, I generally, if I, if I have what cereal, the there's okay. A couple things. Okay. I started off this by saying there was a cereal called just right. And it was my favorite cereal. Is it like a fiber cereal? It was a, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. but it was like a, a healthier yeah. for athletes. <laughs> for athletes. It's what athletes eat. On days when you're not athletic, please eat just please right. Eat not just vector. Right. Exactly. It's yeah. against the law. Yeah. Yeah. You're not allowed to, <laughs> unless you've worked out that day, you yeah. can't have vector. Yeah. Um, they hand it to you on the way out after you exchange your towels. <laughs> like here's a vector. They do. They yeah. do. It's, and, and it comes free with every gym membership. <laughs> You have to show your gym membership at the grocery store if you want to really? buy Vector. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Because everyone with a gym membership goes to the gym a lot. Yeah. That, no, that's, that's, it's like if you got a fishing license, you may not be fishing then, but you're a fisherman. That's true. You know? You're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, don't. Taking it back. Taking it back. Okay. If you're eating Vector, you're an athlete <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Uh, no, Just Right was discontinued. It was my favorite cereal. Really? Here was my cereal people hack. People pooping too well. Apart from people <laughs> were just getting all of the stuff too that regular. was in them. See, the problem is it would move in and out of you so fast. Right. But then you'd think that would make you want to buy more of it. I know. I'm so hungry. <laughs> There's nothing inside just of me. having this conversation. <laughs> I just want to eat more. No, but I used to put uh, Sierra Trail Mix in with my Just Right. Okay, so yeah, and then mix up. it all up, and then okay. drink it out of usually. So you do the thing in the cup again? Yeah, <laughs> always. No, that's not an again. So you that's never, standard. never eat anything with a spoon, and there's no liquid with it. No, why would I? Okay, so here's the thing. This is definitely my biggest. And here's how we'll link it into video games before you continue sure, on. Sure. I used to always eat uh, uh, cereal when I play video games. Continue. Oh, very good. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I actually was eating cereal and play video games the other day. Um, in between things, I was like <laughs> shoveling well, see, it in my mouth. If you if you drank it. Yeah, you, uh, drink is not the right word. But yeah, that's fine. You're just eating it out of a cup. Yeah, I'm drinking it out of a cup. You're, okay, whatever. Um, my most Glass is a liquid technically, but we think of it as a solid. Glass is a liquid? Glass is technically a liquid. Yeah, but tomato is technically a fruit. Everyone can fuck off. I don't care. Nobody's Andrew, like, no, if don't you, tell fruits to fuck off. If you told, we did if, not curate this listenership. Don't do that. What? You're doing this thing again where you're just using the... If you put tomatoes in a fruit salad, people would fucking slap you across the face. Oh, God. Okay, all the, a couple fruits together and you call them fruits. Like, Andrew, you gotta, like, you gotta tone this down. See, the fact that your mind went there means you're... The My mind, when I'm talking to you, Andrew, has wow. to go to a point where I'm ready to accept horrific things. Uh -huh. I don't want to hear them. I don't want, you know how they say that like indigenous people when they were standing oh on, on the shores <laughs> yes. and they saw ships coming in, they, they, it's like they didn't see them. Their mind didn't know how to comprehend right. what the ships were. Yes. If I don't gear my mind up, this is why we can't see ghosts. It's why we can't see ghosts. Cause my mind can't comprehend yeah, them. Exactly. If I don't gear my mind up mm -hmm. for a conversation with you, it's like, I don't even hear the words coming out of your mouth right. because they're so, I don't. Yeah, no, no. Try your best. Think they're, harder, okay? Yeah, yeah. They're horrific, Andrew. They're horrific. They're oh, bad. Wow, that's what you came they're up really with. They're really bad. They're bad. They're it took really you 10 bad. seconds to come up with it. They're bad. Yeah. Okay, so what I was trying to say was my most my most uh, psychopathic behavior that mm -hmm. I feel like the whole podcast is pretty much one development into the into the <laughs> profile of my Garenworth. But I can, I can contribute a little bit. I am one of the only people left in this world that will still uh, buy milk. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. a cow to- Well, you don't- you don't, you're not buying it from a cow. Half <laughs> the cow's the cashier. <laughs> Do Andrew, don't call them that. <laughs> they don't have time to go to the gym because they're spending all their time working as a cashier. Do you see how hard this is to have these conversations with you? I just, I, I get there and I'm like, I'm going to buy some milk. And they're like, would you like a little off the top? And, you know, obviously, <laughs> a, little, a little fresh. 
And I'm like, ah, no, I'm good. I'd rather just pay for this uh, two liter carton. Yeah. Please. Do you have to pay extra for that or? No, that one, that one's, that one's just like a little wink. And do they, do they, do they have to open the milk up and pour a bit in there or how does <laughs> yeah. this work? Uh, no, no. They just have a little like a uh, little mug and I'm like, would you like to drink this cereal? And I'm like, yes, I would. And it, you know, but uh, yeah, I drink it with, uh, uh, eat it with skim milk. Yeah. And I know that's uh, insane behavior these days. So yeah, I, I'm just I saying like nobody, nobody actually buys real milk anymore. No, so. because I think we've largely determined it's not good for an adult drinking milk, by the way, adult buying milk is a big red flag. Mm -hmm. Adult drinking milk on the street. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just walking down with a carton. Yeah. Actually that is not, that used to be a thing with the little cartons and like chocolate milk and stuff. Yeah. Like it used to be a thing. Yeah. But now we, then we realize. remember when chocolate milk came out and they're like, it's the athlete's drink. <laughs> they were like, their, their, their mentality was like, after you work out, your body has 30 minutes to take in as much protein to help in muscle growth. But that, like, why not drink chocolate milk? And there's a guy leaving the gym, like, like he's cracking open a Gatorade, but it's just a, a, a carton of chocolate milk. I know a lot of people though, that do put milk with protein though. Yeah. 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 There's makes, like, there is like a lot of stuff. Yeah. 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 I, that is one of the weird things where I think we've now gone quickly too quickly to like you know, almonds can have milk and be like, yeah, totally. I absolutely, <laughs> I'm totally okay with this. I totally understand what you're saying. That's all you, and we didn't question it. And I've been 20 years. We're like, you know what was in that? <laughs> that's, like, a, that's a great point. You know, even more than like, uh, you know what can't be in it? Almonds. No. Have the, you ever eaten an almond? I it's have. Yes. Bone dry. <laughs> yeah. Bone There's dry. nothing in there. What are they doing to that? Turning them on? A little sexy almond show. How do you turn on an almond? Uh, how do you turn on an almond? This sounds like a very good riddle that I should be able to figure I out. I think I know what you do. You, do put, you, you put it next to a, uh, a cashew, or not a cashew, a pistachio, pistachio. And you like peel open the pistachio mm -hmm. all slow-like. Yeah, right. Like it's a- Pistachio, very, very sexual. Pistachios are very sexual. Very sexual. Anything I have to put in my mouth, mm -hmm. I'm talking vector. Yeah, vector. I'm talking just right before it was canceled. I'm talking milk from a cow cashier. <laughs> It's always sexual. <laughs> Those are the three things you put in your body. Everything else you're like, Ugh. yeah, there are very few things all. And I'll be what's, fair. Most of what I put in my body goes through my mouth. What's a food that you're like, no, I'm never going to eat that. I hate that. <sighs> like a normal food. I mean, like not the ones where you're like, you know what? I hate blue cheese. Honestly, brie cheese. Brie. Honestly, it got me sick. Like, does that count something I that I, ha like I used brie. to have yeah. and that I won't have anymore because it got me sick one day? Yeah. And brie cheese has been something that I used to absolutely adore and I can't have anymore. Mm. Uh, yeah. What about you? Corn. I don't like corn. It's too sweet. I really don't like corn. Wow. I think, I think the problem with corn is is people try to pass it off as a vegetable. It's not good for you. It's so sweet. Yes. I don't I don't like that feeling. And it's the same feeling as cherry tomatoes. I don't like the bursting feeling. Uh, the bursting feeling of cherry tomatoes, that can be tough. In general, tomatoes can be tough. They can be sandwich mm. ruiners because of because oh, of how tomatoes. much they pop. I, I eat a too. big tomato sandwich. I'd eat it. But just, num, 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 num. just tomatoes? Just tomatoes with some, some salt? Slurp it back with oh, a, little a little bit mayo? of mayo. So milk. good. Amazing. Sprinkle some vector on there. Um, this conversation <laughs> is- A nice tomato and a mug of cereal. This, and I can start my morning. The mug of cereal, I would- oh that. I'm telling you, Andrew, do me a favor. And and when you say mug, sure. I usually have it out of like actually, like, you know, those big travel coffee mugs? Yeah. It's got a handle. Like I'm so telling you- So if you're in you, a car and you have one of those like thermos handle things, it might be full of cereal. I'm not putting coffee in that. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not cleaning that out. That crazy. I'm not, I'm not having a coffee smell in my cereal mug. Yeah. What are you talking about? Right. Okay. Um, um, this conversation is weird. This conversation is almost as weird as some of the conversations uh, that happen in the game that I've been playing a ton of lately. Oh, I talked about it last it? week. It's Alan Wake 2. Mm -hmm. um, Andrew, I'm consumed by this game. I can't stop thinking about it. 
That's great. I, uh, with every, this is the first game in a long time where I've been playing it past like 10 p.m. Because I Whoa. just, I don't, I, I don't stay up to play video games. Okay, just context for new listeners. Yeah. That's weird for Mikey. You know, yes. I know like a lot of people's prime time of playing video games is 10 p.m. on. Yeah. This, Mikey's got a very strict regimen. Got a strict sleeping regimen. You've heard a bunch of it so far. <laughs> and now the sleeping regimen is I 10 drink a mug of Vector. <laughs> Warm it up in the microwave. Uh, yeah, no. So I've been, I've been playing. I've been, I've been trying to find as many hours in the day as I can play. I am, uh, uh, I think probably about 75, 80% of the way through. Okay. And I think I may come pretty close to hundred percenting it. Cause nice. I'm just, the map is explorable. It's not massive. And you know where you need to go in order to find things that are kind of off the beaten trail. Uh, the unlockables, things like cult stashes and some of these other uh, things, which people who've played the game would be familiar with. I'm, I still highly recommend that you play it. I think I struggled a little bit though. You know, I mentioned leading into this that uh, uh, that was a confusing, weird mm -hmm. conversation. Alan Wake is a bunch of confusing, weird conversations. It's often compared to like Twin Peaks. It's like the Twin Peaks of the video game world, which is great. That's awesome. But lately, all I've been consuming is weird media. Mm -hmm. Like I just watched Bo is Afraid over yeah. the weekend. Yeah. That movie is wild. That is one of the wildest. It might honestly be the weirdest movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh, really? Wow. And I've seen a lot of, I mean, what what movies can you name that are weirder than that? You've seen it, right? I have seen it. What movies can you name that are weirder than that? Um, Mulholland Drive. First Wives Club. First Wives Club is absolutely weird. It's very strange. Because who, who's who got more than one wife? You yeah. lock that thing down, you commit for life. That's, what, what do words mean if I don't commit myself? I said them in a church, Andrew. I said them in a church. Yeah. I said them in a, go sorry, Whoa. a gosh darn church. Thank you. And now I'm just going to say, now I'm just going to move, now I'm just going to take, what, take my ring back? I spent three months salary yeah. on that thing. Yeah. Also, the free assembly of women. No, thank you. Oh, um, yeah, thank you. Um, you know, say, say, speak on that a little bit. Because I've saying, always been curious. About there's your no, there's on no it. male representation in that uh, free assembly of that first wives club, and I think that is ridiculous. Yeah. So yes, that was a very weird movie, uh, Mulholland Drive. Yeah, Mulholland Drive is a really good example. Lawnmower Man. You know, then we're getting back into Lynch stuff. Yes, we're doing now. We're just gonna name a bunch. Of what was afraid stuff. was was Lynchian in a way. But you know what my biggest problem it's like with the Odyssey. It is? The Odyssey. Yeah, because he. Well, actually, it is based on the Odyssey. Bo is afraid is yeah because he's he all the places he's uh, representing on yeah, the yeah 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 it's like okay. it's yeah I I can see that I can see are they are they actually represented by the, I didn't get that far into it I was like that sounds good with me it <laughs> has that my road narrative type thing like oh brother where art thou which was actually based which on is the straight Odyssey out of has characters from it yeah there, it was kind of mystical and magical and you don't know where to draw the line between reality and not and yes. I don't know if it's planting a flag in one or the other in Bo is afraid the reason I bring it yes, up yes. is because uh you know after a week of playing alan wake 2 and just mm -hmm. trying to wrap my head around what the fuck i was uh, experiencing and then watching bo was afraid i was like maybe i had a stroke <laughs> like maybe media just doesn't make sense am to i me dead anymore. it honestly felt a little bit like that like i was bo was afraid came out this year so i don't want to ruin too much but there is eventually where he is uh face to face with a testicle monster uh -huh. and i thought at this point i go everyone else is seeing this right like i did this <laughs> i'm like did I go blind and this is just what my mind this is creating? This is just what it is. Yeah. 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 Uh, I do like movies that are anthologies and games are like this too. So like you can kind of come up with your own, but is that there are chapters and in that way, you don't have to go treat it as a whole. Sure. You could treat it like, and like, I liked that chapter. Yes. What was with this chapter? Then it had this chapter and I thought that was interesting. Yeah. You know I, mean? I like, 
like most books, mm-hmm. I like to be able to draw a connection between chapters. Sure. And you de- you certainly can do that in Bo is Afraid. And there are chapters in Alan Wake, and you can certainly mm-hmm. do that in Alan Wake as well. I felt that what, what the glue between the moment-to-moment interactions in Bo is Afraid was not as potent as I would have expected or would have enjoyed in, in a movie like I'm thinking of ending things. Sure. Which which I really liked and was an hour shorter than Bo is Afraid. Mm-hmm. The the indeci- inscrutable nature of Bo is Afraid does not lend itself well to being a three and a half hour movie. <laughs> but that's just my opinion on that. There you um, go. Uh, I still, you know, watch it because it is an experience. It's yeah. one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. And play Alan Wake 2. I want to levy a couple criticisms about this game. Okay. And this is, this is going to lead to a question I'm going to ask you about games in general. I'm here. I'm an open book. How full of chapters. How bad would it be? But those chapters do not connect. No, they do not. Your arm is just floating around in space right now. Um, how bad would it be if games stopped including anything off of the beaten path? So it's all linear. Linear, yeah. It tells the story it's trying to tell. You still play through the game. And and the 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 instead of doing that thing that we end up doing, which I find to be the worst case of narrative dissonance in any medium, a TV show, movies, mm-hmm. video games do this the worst, where there's something critical going on and instead of addressing it right on when the person's like, oh my God, I need to do this right away. And you're like, one second, I'm going to go down this path because I know that's not where I'm supposed to yeah, go yeah. and see if there's a stash there or something like that. That feeling is so linked to the medium of video games and I know that if you got rid of it at first, people would be like, oh, this is this is crazy that all I'm doing is like walking down this one path. But I don't think the medium would be hurt by excluding those things. I think we'd be able to have a more focused experience of the story the game is trying to tell and feel more like what the characters are feeling. Sure. Can I ask, do you think this during a mission? Like, so say you have... so. Like what we talked about, I think we talked about this mostly in Last of Us. Last two. of Us was the worst example. Yeah, where it's me. like, holy shit, something's happening. You're like, great, let me check some drawers. And you're like, scissors, yes. gotta get some scissors. Yeah. Literally, you, you know. hear a friend of yours yelling downstairs. You know, we, we're, we're now at the point again where we can't uh, spoil The Last of Us. Yes. But you hear a friend of yours yelling downstairs. Oh, yeah. And and the first thing I did was hunt around in filing cabinets. Because you knew it wasn't going to fail you because it's giving you the option to yes, look. So exactly. it's not going to fail you. Exactly. So are you talking about like that option of searching while during a mission or the whole game? I think, you know what? That's a great point. If you want to include some of that to go back to afterwards, especially once you've familiarized yourself with the lay of the land, then that's great. But it's on missions. And it's knowing that like the first thing I do when I look at something I'm supposed to be doing the game is immediately look around at all the places I'm not supposed to be because that's where by the nature of it, you hide hidden collectibles. Yep, yep. Now, Alan Week 2 does a lot of good things in terms of making that less obnoxious. Yep. Usually within each area, about 50% of the way through, you'll unlock a map that shows where all of the collectibles are, like all the hidden things, or at least the most important ones. And then at the end of like completing an area, something will happen where usually like a flooding lowers down or something Mm. like that. And, and you can now explore a new area. And the only purpose of that area is to find unlockable. So that's more like what you're saying. Yeah. I, okay. Then I see what you're saying. I agree with you because then if you choose for to have no exploration whatsoever, then you're that's a game becomes kind of closer to a platformer or something very similar sure. to that because it's just giving you the one thing to go forward with. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it would change video games as a whole. I do think like a reckoning is coming in a certain way that we have gone too far. We've strayed too far from God's light. And yeah, uh, 100%. that's what I'm saying. Back to the first wives club. No and, one drinks uh, from mugs anymore. 
Right. They use liquids for mugs. What the hell is that gross. all about? Yeah. Whatever. What's with this bear mug? Is that pedo bear? No, this is, uh, oh, if, if you're watching over on YouTube, it's Relacuma. Uh, it's Relacuma from Karo and Relacuma. And when, we're when sure I, it's not a pedophile? Yeah, I'm not positive. Like, do we know anything about anybody? Really, I'm not positive. Know? Yeah, that's fine. But I'm not here to judge this bear. Even if it was a pedophile? Andrew, it's just how the bear was born. <laughs> A lot of things on this podcast so far. <laughs> that's the one I'm. That's the one I'm. Maybe of all the things I've said on this podcast, the things. one I am most uncomfortable with. You, I could tell because you almost stopped halfway through. You go, last <laughs> week. <laughs> no, by the way, before we keep going yes. on that, you brought up the mug. Yeah. Uh, the the animation studio behind Relakumon Kiaru are doing a Pokemon show, and I'm fucking amped for it. It's you gonna tweeted be so this out. Good. It's gonna be so good. Or you X'd it out. Yeah, you I X'd it. Yeah, you sent it out. Yeah, uh, yeah it looks really good. Yeah, right? yeah, it looks yeah really that looks good. really good. I know. I agree. With that. I think it's just that we've given these games that are like it's just you know it's the biggest game we've ever had and stuff like that. And I I wonder. If, if quality is not met, that we will try and reduce that or people will get really tired of it. Yep. It's kind of like, you know, Marvel traded a cinematic universe that was all tied together. And yes. people were like, interesting. And yep. then everyone else didn't. They're like, I don't like this as I much. don't like it. And yeah. now they turn around to Marvel going like, I don't like this either now. And you're like, you wonder what that reckoning is going to come. And I wonder, I think about that very often because Rockstar is pretty famous for these yep. very large games that they yes. make. And I think general quality is pretty good uh, as, as people keep playing them for a decade after for it comes sure. out. If GTA 6 comes out and people are like, oh my God. Yeah. And it feels more daunting than exciting. Yeah. I wonder what people will do with that. Because these games are like 10 years in the making too. That's you know? it. I mean, maybe more than that. Yeah. Honestly. Like, uh, uh, yeah, no, it's it's a good point. Will there be a reckoning? I'm not sure. I think I'm very much in the minority of mm -hmm. believing that games can be good without these side quests and side missions. But it's such an yeah. unnatural thing to be faced with a problem and immediately your mind goes to what is everything apart from the problem that I can look at right now? Okay, a couple of things about your what you just said though. I will say you were like one of the originals of going like, I don't like big games. Yes. I don't like traversal. Yeah. So when it comes, you can really plant your flag and be like, I was the first to this. Yes, yeah. The second thing is you are also a completionist. You have to check every cupboard. So I think this uh, situation is especially worse for people like right, you. Right, right. But don't you think a lot of gamers are? Like, like, like the, this, this, this tactic wouldn't work in games if, if a lot of gamers weren't completionists or didn't get that dopamine rush of finding sure. a hidden thing. Yeah. It's funny. I just finished Far Cry 6. I think we talked about it last yeah, episode. Yeah. And, uh, there, I, I would pick up stuff and it's really bad in, in this game, especially because there's little white dots above things you can pick up. Oh yeah. So yeah, you yeah, can yeah, just yeah, see yeah. through a wall and go like, yep. there's something over there I need to pick up. And I was picking up stuff I didn't even know what to do with. Mm. Like, I don't, does, how do I use gasoline? Like, yes. does it contribute in some way? And I didn't even know, but yet I would just you be like, it, oh, I, it's Pavlovian. The second yeah, I see yeah, that yeah, dot, yeah. I'm like, oh, got to pick it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, and that, that is a problem is, is there is a compulsion in gamers or, you know, it, it, it'd be like the same thing with like notification dots on apps. Like at oh, a yeah. certain point, it's irresponsible of the developers to do this knowing that. that we can't control it. You know, there's a part of us that can't. And I, I think that it's almost like, I say that as though it's a, uh, like pointing a finger at the gaming industry as a whole. I think what I'm doing is pointing at the gaming industry and saying, you can be good without nonsense. You don't have to rely on you these You don't crutches. have to rely, yes. exactly. Yes. I don't need a dopamine rush in Alan Wake. You created this beautiful world and instead of enjoying it and looking at it, it, I'm I'm literally going to the darkest corners of every area, looking at things that I might be able to pick up or might just give me some clue as to where another box is. Yeah, it's as it not, goes, it's like ooh, collectible. Yeah, like seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's ghosts whispering in my back. I mean, not now. There's a cult stash over here. And I'm like, fuck, man, you have a serious problem. <laughs> 
Um, uh, yeah, so that's that's what I want to say about Alan Wake. I will update uh, as I get closer and closer to completion. I, I'm hoping to be uh, uh, through it, not because I want it to be over, but because I'm 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 enthralled by the story. Right. Uh, and I, I will provide some updates on that. As oh, I that's go. great. See, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear it. Especially, I want to hear how it ends too. But the, uh, notifications. Would you, are you one of these people that has like 10,000 emails and it just says 10,000 above it? And no, you have no problem with that? No, I, I, so I turn off all of my notifications on my phone in general, wow. uh, with the exception of text messaging and Slack, because that's how you yeah. and I communicate yeah, so through communicate, Slack. Yes. But like Instagram, uh, TikTok, direct messages, all that stuff are turned off. Uh, even email notifications are turned off wow. because I compulsively check my email every five minutes anyway. I don't need that. Uh, and then when you're talking specifically about, like inbox notifications mm. in your email, my unread emails, that, that is my to-do list. Yes, so me too. I, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 find fl it, I flag mine actually. Yeah. I don't, I don't flag. It's Whoa. just like, I leave it as unread because I know that I can't, I can't just let there be 15 unread emails, you know, like that. Like those are the things that I have to get to in the day. When someone shows you their phone and they have like 200 unread text messages, I, I have, I have panic attacks. For start, them. Get a new phone. Oh my God. Change your number. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah. If you, if you start new identity, change, flee the state. <laughs> if your oh. email address has a thousand unread emails, erase it start again get a new one what if something important was in there that you would never know andrew you'd never know and it's too daunting to get this point to do it you would take days yeah also why do you have a thousand emails yeah unsubscribe baby. i know now that you're allowed to and uh, yeah but i know i'm just i'm just saying those people you out there you're stronger than i am i wish i didn't care as much like i'm almost impressed by you that's what i'm saying um okay okay hmm. that don't impress me much oh really yeah. yeah if brad pitt had a thousand emails in his inbox. Yeah. That wouldn't impress me much. No, no. If he's a rocket scientist. Well, you know, when I think about it, Ad Astra, Brad Pitt was a rocket scientist. So maybe Shania would be impressed at that point. Oh, if it's like the convergence two of, of the two things, things that you don't. So you're a rocket scientist. That doesn't impress me much. And so you're he, Brad Pitt. I mean, he, he drives a car in a bunch of movies. Oh yeah, he does own a car probably. Does, yeah. <laughs> That's the weirdest one. Yeah. You're a rocket scientist. I don't know about that. You're Brad Pitt. I don't know about that. Oh, you drive a car. <laughs> I don't know about that either. It's you like seem to have a driver's we, license. We inferred that. <laughs> we inferred that from the Brad Pitt and rocket scientist thing. It's too bad on a rocket scientist salary that they can't buy cars. Yeah. It's just tough. Well, it's because the fuel doesn't carry over. Right. Rocket yeah. fuel. Yeah. Yeah. That car just explodes. Just explodes. Just explodes. Immediately. Speaking of rocket fuel. Rocket fuel is what is used to drive the cars, <laughs> the four wheeled cars <laughs> that move across the track in F zero. <laughs> I kept thinking, oh, this I'm not going very fast. And they're like, you're in neutral. I'm like, oh, sorry. And I oh, click, sorry, click, click. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I remember it was like three, two, <laughs> one. And I was like, where are my keys? <laughs> I still just packed my pockets. Did you, did you, okay. If and you then I, kids don't calm down, we're turning this car around. I pat my pockets and I look around and everyone's like, it's the future. We don't have pockets. And then I'm like, oh, right. I forgot. Did you check the, the keys in the little, the, the shade thing? Oh, the, yeah. The, the, the flip down mirror. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually where people put keys. Yeah, why? I don't know. We've all seen movies. Yeah, that seems like the first place I would look. I'm like, oh, great. Somebody <laughs> could take, steal somebody's car. It's, it's one of those things, too, where you watch a movie and you're like, who the fuck is putting their keys there? Or you play a video game and it's like, I need to get into this computer and there's just a post-it note with the password. I'm like, yeah. who the fuck is putting their password? Everyone is putting their password on a post-it note next to their computer. It is yeah. like after walking through a, a, a company <laughs> and you're just like, everyone, it's like, oh, there's the post-it note. There's the post-it note. Post-it note for your voicemail. Post-it note for your password. But like, what are you guys doing? I, it's another thing, too, is when like uh, like a hacker and they'll just write 
password and it's like a joke in a movie and you're like most people's password is password i think or so password or one, one two, two three four, four. Yeah. yeah yeah there's probably you could probably run a script of like 20 passwords and get into most things yeah especially if they're over 50 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, it, yeah. and it's also the same password for everything that they've ever done in that's the scariest thing and the 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 way my dad gets mad at <laughs> me when i tell him he should change them he's like like i'm I don't have his best interest at heart. It's like I'm trying to inconvenience him. Yes, yeah, yeah. Against identity theft. Yeah. Next, you're going to tell me I have to delete 10,000 emails. And you're like, ah, <laughs> uh, you really should probably go through those. Oh, God. Um, so F-Zero, uh, we're doing this game because it is the 33rd anniversary of the original F-Zero, mm -hmm. which we've already done on the podcast. Uh, Larry it's the Bird anniversary. The Larry Bird anniversary. Mm -hmm. The bird anniversary. Uh, it is the 25th anniversary of this game that we played today, F-Zero X on the N64. Yes. It came out in 1998. Uh, it originally came out in, uh, uh, oh wait, did I get that? No, yes. that's 25 yes. years. Yeah, yeah, 25 yeah. years, yeah. Um, the, the, I was looking at the original F-Zero one for a second there. So in North America, F-Zero X came out in on, on October 7th, 20, okay. uh, October 27th, 1998. It was developed by Nintendo EAD Entertainment Analysis and Development, which started as R&D4, uh, which we've gone over the history of like all the different Nintendo development houses yeah, uh, in the past. We're not going to relitigate that here. Uh, it was uh, directed by uh, Tadashi Sugiyama and uh, produced by Shigeru Miyamoto, the famous one. Um, rather than doing the thing of like really digging deep into the development of the game, mm -hmm. I wanted to use F-Zero to talk about some of the widely forgotten accessories that Nintendo has brought out because oh, yeah. F-Zero X is one of the few games that took advantage of this accessory for the N64 called the 64DD. It was kind of like a disk drive that oh. fit on the bottom of an N64. It had 64 megabyte at the time uh, wow. expansion carts that Huge. you could put in there. It had uh, the uh, like a dial-up internet modem that you could go into as well. Do you remember back when we did Wario's Woods? Okay. Or, or was it Wario's? No, it wasn't Wario's Woods. Sorry. It was... Uh, maybe Wario. No, it was Wario's Woods. Okay. And, and it was, it was on the Nintendo entertainment system. And there was the Satellaview that was yeah. an accessory to that, yeah. which was again, this, this history of Nintendo having these wild ideas for accessories for their consoles that largely go forgotten and yet were very much ahead of their time. So mm -hmm. the Satellaview had this kind of expansion port uh, and it also had the ability to connect to the internet. You could do like online uh, 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 games and, and keep in mind, this is this is on the Nintendo Entertainment. This is right. way ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. So the the uh, 64DD was kind of the same. I think it only sold like 15,000 units in total. Oh, so wow. it's kind of a, a little bit of a bust. Um, but it got bit. me down this, what? A little bit. A little bit of a bust, yeah. And they they ignore, I think only like 10 games got support for it or something oh, like Jesus. that. The, the, the most interesting thing though, because I was kind of going down this rabbit hole of like Nintendo accessories. Um, and this, okay, I'm going to start, start, start my, my entry down this rabbit hole like this. Did you know, first of all, that the Nintendo 64 did not launch in China? Ever? Ever. What? Right. I didn't either until today. There was a ban on home console sales in China. The, I think the first home console sale for a uh, uh, home console that was allowed to be sold in China for like years, decades, was the PlayStation 2. And that was around, wow. I think, like 2004 or something like that. But Nintendo wanted to enter the, the market in China and was able to kind of sidestep the rules, not by having a home console, but by having a controller that the console was built into. Oh. So they had this accessory called the IQ player. It came out in 2003, okay. right. and it was basically this 
modeled looking N64 controller that had the hardware of an N64 in it. Now, keep in mind, 2003, this is almost 10 years after the N64 came yeah. out, but this is when they started to have the uh, uh, this this back catalog of N64 games. Originally, it was supposed to have SNES and all that stuff, and I guess okay. they couldn't do it. Mm. But I, I guess it had something to do with the fact that technically in the legislation uh, 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 that, that was put out there banning the sale of home consoles, this technically didn't count because it was just a controller. Wow. So on that console, F0 eventually released. Um, this console had only 14 games, I think, by the end of it. It had Wave Race 64. It was essentially an N64 mixed with this, this other piece of hardware. Had Wave Race 64, Star Fox 64, Dr. Mario 64, Super Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart, Yoshi Story, Paper Mario, Sin and Punishment, Excite Bite, Excite Bike, Super Smash Bros, Custom Robo, and Animal Crossing. Uh, this wild thing, like if you look up a picture of it, this thing, will, it'll kind of blow your mind. I had no idea it existed. I had no idea there was a console ban whatsoever no. in, in China that would have prevented the N64 from releasing. Um, but impressive that they maintained the worldwide sales that they did even without being able to saturate that market. Yeah. Um, one last little cool thing about this yeah. is because it was a later piece of hardware, it was actually uh, better than the N64. So load times were a little bit less. They fixed a lot of glitches in the games that were native to the console. Um, so people who are speed running games for the N64 will sometimes play it on this because the loading the loading times will wow. get them in and out of areas a little bit faster than it would on the traditional N64 hardware. That's crazy. Yeah, it was really cool. I I just I wanted to focus on that if you if you haven't I'm sure there's some cool YouTube videos on it as well, but look it up um, um familiarize yourself with it. I'm going to quiz our listeners uh, on Pop it quiz next forward. week. Uh you know, speedrunning by the way, uh -huh. so it's so impressive, right? It is crazy. It's kind of a bummer though. It is a big bummer. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those things where like it's gone too far yeah. and now it's like Oh, I guess, you know, whatever. It's kind of like hot dog eating competitions where somebody's like, <laughs> in 10 minutes, I ate 17 hot dogs. You're like, that's a lot of hot dogs. That's too many That's hot so dogs. impressive. And well, now there's 67 and you're like, no, that's, that's bad. At, at a time you're like 17, do you're like, I could imagine if I really dedicated my life to it, I could eat 17 hot dogs. Yeah, I could get my head around that. Going right, like, well, that's right. a lot of hot dogs, but that's pretty impressive. I beat Ocarina of Time in 13 hours. You're like, wow, that's wow. that's an impressive feat. And then like 20 years later, 10 years later, someone's like, I did it in 13 and a half seconds. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah. How are you, that's not humanly possible. I yeah. agree with you. I've devoted my whole life and spent thousands of dollars so that I could beat it by 0 0.0001 yes. seconds. You're and like, imagine being a Twitch streamer that that's what you do. Yeah. Like every day you wake up and you're just trying to run through Super Mario 64 as fast as you possibly can. Is it fun anymore? No, I can't imagine it's no. fun. I, I just, you know, all the credit to you guys. Like I, I just can't, I can't believe it. But, but also what if we just agreed, don't do it. What if we all agree, oh, okay. don't do oh, it? Oh, oh, is Mikey just running this police state where you're not allowed to speed run anymore. No one's allowed speed running. God, it sounds like. I'm going to run over there. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm going to be like your mom. I'm going to turn the TV off and say, stop playing. And mm -hmm. you're going to be like, oh, no, my game. And then I'm going to leave the room. You're going to turn the TV on and be like, yeah, he didn't turn the console off. Right. But I'm going to storm back in there. Whoa. And I'm going to grab the power cord. Mm. I'm going to rip that thing out of the wall. No. Yeah. I need that to play my game. Andrew, you thought you got away with it. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Snip. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I cut the power cord. No yeah, one's And alive. you know what game I was playing? Sonic. Because he's so fast. Wait, I just cut the N64 cable. Oh, and I'm playing Sega. Joke's on you. You just revealed it. <laughs> Go no, on. come on. You can't. I don't. I can't tell when we're doing the hypothetical <laughs> or the real life. Um, yeah, the speed running thing bumps me up. Yeah, it bumps Long me up. Long story short. 
bums me out. But there was a lot. Maybe next week it'll be a shorter story. (laughs) Then the week after it'll be even a shorter story. And then I'll be timing my stories. And I'm going to come up with the shortest story of all time. Mm. I told that story in 13 milliseconds. Yeah, exactly. I wrote it on a grain of rice. Um, uh, So uh, one thing, speaking of speed, that I want to talk about relative to F-Zero. I mean, this game was was known for its speed. Shigeru Miyamoto had a quote that I found really funny. Uh, uh, I want to read it for you if you'll allow me. Oh, yes, absolutely. So he said, talking about this game, ah, it's not possible. (laughs) Talking about the rodent problem in Japan or something like that. And you're like, well, that's a weird quote. Okay, sure. I step on their heads. (laughs) If you step on their heads, they die. Don't step on their tails. Their hearts aren't there. Yeah. And you're like, oh, good quote. Okay, good. Back to the game. No, no, that was about the game. (laughs) Um, um, He said, it's not possible to measure how fast your car can go in F-Zero X, but it's possibly about a thousand kilometers per hour. Possibly the fastest racing game ever for a home system. What the fuck is this? It I is- just made it up. Who cares? Like, like the fuck <laughs> is the thing? First of all, it's incorrect in two ways. There is a speedometer. You could tell how fast it's yes. going. Did they hear him say this and go, fuck, we should put a speedometer in We should put a speedometer game. in there. And but this- like, that's the thing is you can, you can say, if I wanted to as a developer of Mario Kart, I could say that everything on the on the roads is like perspective wise is really, really big and far apart. Yeah. You're just getting there really quick. You're going 2000 kilometers. An hour. Yeah. That's how fast you go. Going a million it. kilometers an hour. I'm just <laughs> making this shit up. Oh, the See, at first I thought a thousand kilometers was attainable and now you're saying a million. Yeah. Fuck. Well, this is like the, the shroot doll, shroot box to Stanley Nichols. That's like, ex- it's like, I'm just creating whatever I want. Who exactly. cares? Wow. It was, I found that really funny. And the idea <laughs> of like, like you can make it what he's like, but the, the weird restraint that yeah. Miyamoto has in saying that, like, I don't know like it could be a thousand kilometers an hour. <laughs> it's just funny that it sounds like a video game to the rest of us except Miyamoto who's yes. like man we could go back to the lab and try to go faster I think maybe <laughs> I gotta check but, under the hood I gotta yeah. check under the hood do, do you think Miyamoto <laughs> like goes to like the reason he's so creative or is able to like give us this creativity is he just like goes to this dream world mm-hmm. where he translated translated translates it to us one-to-one <laughs> yeah he's just like he's like no 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 they only go a thousand kilometers an hour in there. We can only replicate a thousand kilometers an hour. He's got like a notes section in his phone. And he's like, these are the ideas for the people. These ideas are not for the people. They're too dangerous. <laughs> oh, They're no. like, too, like he had a, he had a version of F-Zero X that he's like, they go two million kilometers. He's oh, like, no, that's not safe. I can't do that. That'll rip your skin off. Yeah, hundred percent. This, this is too good. It'll, it'll make people go crazy. What are some of the other things that Miyamoto talked about on that? Do you have that dark list? Yeah, in front I, well, of you? I got a couple of them here. Oh. I think, I think I got, okay, this one is, dinosaurs but they're real oh no wait like I, you turn the console on i think the dinosaurs are real in this jesus can you send me that yeah, list here here let me send it to you okay, okay. yeah mm. i gotta did my, you change those my noises? speaker's dirty oh okay my speaker's okay. really dirty wet too <laughs> yeah, yeah i i i sometimes like you know how people like blow into things to mm-hmm. like clear out the dust yeah i spit into them you spit into it makes them. a real wet sound when Does someone it sends work? me a message no i need so much rice <laughs> okay i have a lot of rice also that's the sound it made too was the rice rumbling oh yeah yeah sound came at this through. point the rice is cooked pretty much the rice yeah, is yeah, cooked. yeah yeah um um okay what do, you, what do you got oh wow yoshi's egg breaks siamese twin yoshis right severed at the at the tail at the tail what does that mean i it's Honestly, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. I think he went and he saw a Yoshi's egg, yeah. cracked it open. There were Siamese twin Yoshis in it. Yeah. They connected at the tail and he severed them. Right. That's disgusting. That's really gross. I don't think that's, there's probably a reason why he doesn't want us to play that video game. Yeah. 
Okay, I got, I got two more here. I got one real reason for Vietnam War. Oh, was he thinking it's like a really dark reason? No, I'm I think sure it's happy. I, <laughs> I think it's it's really really happy. Yeah, I see this one here. Um, um, the reason you can't go down some pipes in Mario games is because a past Mario went down and got caught and stuck and is bloated in there. That's a horrifying thought of a Mario. Like, please help me, please, please. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. That's 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 horrifying. Sad. That's really sad. Is that what happened to Charles Martin? You think? Oh, he got stuck in a tube. He got stuck in a tube. <laughs> oh no, the irony. <laughs> oh no. Um, okay, I got a last one here. It's a. Uh, Mario has mustache because Hitler. Oh wow! You think that's See, true? I had I had in brackets. Uh, Hitler has mustache because Mario. <laughs> How long has Mario been around? Well, Nintendo's a very old. Nintendo's company. a very old company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's oh Jesus! Wow, that's wow, that's a good. I'm one. glad he didn't tell the public about that. Yeah, but I'd like to explore this list more at some point. Uh, just like we explored F-Zero, Andrew, a game that I, F-Zero X specifically, I didn't have any experience with playing as a kid. Did you Did you play this one as a kid? Uh, yes, I have played this game, but not a ton. I don't think I owned it. Yeah. Uh, but I did, when we booted it up, I was like, oh, there were some certain parts that were familiar. It definitely feels like the perfect rental game. Yeah, uh, there are 30, 30 racers in total and okay. you unlock them as you go. We could tell that you and I were just playing the versus mode because you can't play the Grand Prix together uh, uh, where you would be able to unlock more racers and all that. Each racer has uh, 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 some stats based on, I think it's uh, uh, speed, uh, body. Oh, it was a uh, body control, uh, body grip and, and boost. And boost and boost. So boost is something that typically unlocks after the first lap mm -hmm. and it lets you go faster, obviously. Body is your energy, which is related to the health of your vehicle. Right. And, if and it, how sexy if, you are. And how sexy you are. And mm -hmm. boy, oh boy, my body was rated an E out of A. For everyone. For <laughs> <me>. <laughs> uh, e for everyone can have a piece if they yeah. want. Uh, and, and then grip is obviously just how, uh, uh, how, how you handle turns around the corner. And, and I could imagine that as you start to unlock more characters, you can find your perfect variation of like A to E through each of those designations. Um, but from what we had, you know, the six characters or so that we could choose from, it felt like enough of, uh, you know, Captain Falcon's there. That was great. Love, love Captain Falcon. Love me some the, Captain Falcon. Name another character. I'm not putting you on the spot. None of them had names though. We knew Captain Falcon. Uh, they did have names. I just didn't care enough. And that you they didn't list them though. You yeah. asked, no, they did. But this is this. So in the gameplay section, you asked me, you're like, would you know who Captain Falcon is if it weren't for Smash Bros? Yeah. And I said, definitely not. Or you said, was was Smash Bros the like the peak, peak of Captain Falcon? For Captain Falcon. I said, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's partly because in F-Zero, it's not like a fighting game where they show the character and they show their name and maybe where they're from and their stats and all that. It shows a small picture of the character and it isn't until you select them that you even see their name. Yeah. But you would think that in a game that's all about unlocking 30 different characters, they would do a better job of trying to build out maybe the story. Yeah, the mythology. It, yeah, or, it yeah. could it could just be a matter of like games were back then where the story was told in the instruction manual yeah. and you just had to read it and hear all the characters and the breakdown and all that stuff. But a little bit of a miss there, I think, uh, because, uh, you know, in a, in a game that is so focused on going fast and tracks and you can barely see what's what's outside yeah. of the track you would think that they'd want to make something relatable and personable and they miss that i yeah. think i think in this a little i bit. agree it, it is a little bit like play laid on this idea that like they're all different and you're yeah. like i i get that all the vehicles cars cars uh, look different bicycles? you know they're different bicycles motorcycles 
<laughs> biplanes, um, is that they're all different shapes and like they have different, you know, like whatever elements to them. Um, but yeah, you're right. The character thing is just kind of a laid on thing. Yeah. 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 And, and I think one of the things that this game got criticized for when it came out mm-hmm. was its lack of uh, resolution and details in the environment. And this is because the game wanted to maintain 60 frames a second, which it achieved and is very impressive for the N64. But I think that the story, the, the idea of focusing on speed and frame rate and that technical prowess at the expense of detail mm. also can be you could say the same thing about the characters and the story itself as well. They went away from that just to focus on like, just go fast, maybe even a thousand kilometers an hour. Who knows? Who knows? But it's, it's sort of a microcosm of, of what I think hurts this game in general. Like we played, like we said, we couldn't do the Grand Prix. There, there are a few Grand Prix. There's Jack, Queen, King, Joker cup and an X cup. Uh, X cup, as we mentioned, the gameplay mm-hmm. section is a uh, erotic. Ran, ran, it's 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 very erotic. <laughs> yeah, and there's no nudity. No, but boy, the curves on those tracks. Oh my god, yeah, they go forever. Yeah, it's kind of the fact that there is no nudity, kind of more exciting. That's it leaves a little bit more to the imagination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we 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 mentioned that, but but apart from playing the Grand Prix, you and I just did the the versus battle, and that was kind of it. Like after playing that, I was like, I don't. I don't feel a desire to play again. Like I could have played a lot more, but I think that there wasn't that hook that kept me interested in the, in the story or the theming of F zero. It felt very bland to me Mm -hmm. in a weird way. Did you get that sense too? Uh, yes. I like, it is fun to go fast. Yes. Going fast is good. Yeah. Going fast is good. Did I feel like I was actually going fast? Sure. Okay. Whatever. But the, the tracks are very, very straight. You yeah. know what I mean? Even when they have hard turns, they still feel very straight. Yeah. I understand the difficulty that sometimes there are no walls on the side. And if you fall off, you, yep. you expire. Like yeah. the race is done. They retire you. you. You're they done. retired. Yeah. You're done. There's no, there's no little, uh, uh, uh There's no Lakitu. Thank you very much. I was going to say clouded turtle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's in a cloud? Cause he's nude and they're blocking it. Like kind of like a Michelangelo thing. Oh, that's a, that's a very good question. Uh, I think that's just his great pubes. I think he floats regardless. Yeah. But he's got a big Strong gust white of wind. <laughs> he just gets caught in the air. Um, there's no Lakitu that's going to help you out and you're done. Yeah. And so it does make you have to race a little conservatively, which then you start going, then why is this game fast in the first place? I don't know. There, so, there was so parts that, fighting. That, I, I know what you're saying where it's like it, it, it kind of pulls on the reins a little bit yes. to prevent you from going very fast. I don't mind that because when you do get going really fast on the straightaways or the turns or you manage like a little bit of a turn without actually hitting the brakes or taking your foot off the gas or something like that, that's very satisfying. The problem is these races are so short and the courses are so short that the that that kind of ebb and flow of like, okay, I can really let loose here and I really have to slow down here is so short lived and messing it up once is kind of it for you for the race. And I want to relate it to something like uh, uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer, which we mm. brought up earlier. I, I think I think they share a lot of the same DNA, and I think Racer does a much better job at making you feel like you're going fast and making yeah. the the races longer, while still giving you this sense of like. Uh, 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 you know, the fear of hitting something and the yeah. delicacy of your car. You might explode. Retired, you yeah. might explode. Yeah, yeah, like I exploded at one point. Yeah. Uh, out of pure rage. But no, uh-huh. I, I exploded and I had no idea. I was like, what? Ha- oh, oh yeah. I was done. It didn't really give you that lead up that you're right. Like like the pod racing game yeah. kind of does. 
The other thing the pod racing game does that I think is really important is the background, the, excuse me, the, the horizon and everything to the side is traveling with you. That's it. That gives you the speed. Yes. This is giving you speed because the track is moving. Yes. But since it's all gray and some like little, you know, uh, sand spots or pink spots, like that doesn't make it feel go fast. No. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make it feel go fast. No, I want to, I want to feel fast. I want to go fast. Help me, help me fast go. Help me, help me no, no go fast. Track move with me. Yeah. The Killer starting Michael Fassbender. It's <laughs> a good movie. Thank you. Um, no, but that's such a good point. The, Thank you. The, like I, I made it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, no. The Killer with Michael Fassbender. <laughs> yes. Um, the, the, the track uh, uh, being what it is, yeah. is so, it has no grounding in reality. I don't know how long the track is. No. I don't know how, but you know, so, so when I'm, when I'm moving, turning around a corner and it's telling me I'm going a thousand kilometers an hour, like more than it Mario was, Kart and yeah. more than, than pod racer, that means nothing to me. And it's exactly because the details in the environment are non-existent. Yeah. And we're talking about a game that, that is very close. That is, is kind of a peer chronologically to star Wars episode one racer. And, and, and one that, that I think really misses the mark relative to that game. Yeah, it's funny too, when you explode or you retire, you kind of land into this flat, like pixelated nonsense area. Yeah. And you're like, see, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. If this had any detail whatsoever, yes. I would have been like, holy shit, I'm going fast. Let's yes, go, you know? exactly. But it, it, there's nothing, there's no context to it at all. Is, is the game better or worse for having one retirement and the race is over? And I, I, to be clear for people listening, on the Grand Prix, you actually have, you, you, you can maintain, you can get more, uh, 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 vehicles oh. by like destroying other vehicles and you have a set number for the Grand Prix so you can, you know, move through them as, as, as you go. Mm. But as like a one-on-one -on -one race, did you, do you think that the, the game is helped or hindered by the retirement element? Yeah, that's tough. I don't know. It's a real choice that they're making that if you changed it, the game would dramatically change. Yeah. You know, your whole strategy is based on the fact that you can retire. Could they get the car can explode or, you know, for whatever reason, I would say it makes it less fun for me, but I am not a skilled player of this yeah. game. I think if you were like, I put in time, I've learned the tracks. I know, you know, how to, how to drift really well and things like that. You'd be like, no, that's an important part of the game. You yeah, shouldn't yeah, change yeah. that. Yeah. And I would, I would, for that reason say, yeah, I think it's an important part of the game. Does it make it fun? I guess, I guess, be, you know, the trade-off is with the, with the courses being so short and the races being so short, it kind of, you know, if you retire, it's like, well, you lost the race. It doesn't matter. Go, yeah. go on to the next one. Not a big deal. It, it does add an element of, of, of tentative driving that I do think can be fun, you yeah. know, in the same way that when we were playing, um, um, Bushido Blade, uh, do you remember that game oh, yeah, where it's yeah. like one oh, one yeah. swipe and you're dead? It's like one mistake and it's over, but the rounds are can be so short that it's like, ah, oh, just get to the next one. It doesn't matter. Yeah. This kind of has the same feeling. Yes. And then nothing matters though, because you, you eventually start blending them together. Like, oh God, just do another one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, but I mean, there there is a, an appeal to that because losing doesn't feel like I'm going to throw my controller. and But at the same time, winning doesn't feel as satisfying. That's, uh, yes. So I don't know. Is it for me? I think I would prefer the formula that... Uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer has not to constantly compare these things, but I think they are relatively comparable in terms of racing games. Where you can, instead of using like boost, you can also turn down your engines mm -hmm. in order to repair certain areas of your ship, which was an mm -hmm. important strategy of like, okay, I've I've got a lead now, I'm going to turn off the engine and repair some things. Okay, now I'm going to boost. Okay, now I'm going to boost to the point that where it's going to risk my my car. I'm going to hit walls and it's going to damage my engine. Another car. Another another car. <laughs> Star Famous. Wars Episode One Car Racing. <laughs> Oh God. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like 
Uh, we really liked the first game, if I remember correctly. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, but it was similar in the sense that the the speed was tough to gauge because the environments were pretty uh, uh, undetailed, and the racing was a little bit stiff at times. But I, 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 I think I walked away from the original F Zero with more of an appreciation for that game for what it was. I completely agree with you, and that's that's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm thinking about that when we get to the scores and stuff. That I'm like. God, what do I give it? Because it's just so tough where you kind of see the appeal of why people would like this game. Yeah. But you also understand why it is not aged great. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I've got our, our big spreadsheet of all of our scores up here. Okay. I'm not going to go to the F01 until we've given our scores. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm very, uh, very curious to see what we're going to get, Andrew. But are you ready to, to get into our reviews of this game? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Perfect. So typically what we do on the podcast, is we give the game a rating out of four bits based on our impression of the game back when we played it as little kids. Now, we neither you nor myself had established enough of a relationship with no. this game to give it that bit. So instead, we're going to use our imagination. Imagine what it would have been like to have played that game. Is played this game as a little kid. We're going to rate it out of four bits for as the game would have been back in the day. Then we're going to give it another rating out of four bits, which represents how the game holds up in the modern day against yep. the likes of modern games like Alan Wake 2. Oh my God. That, it's it, a straight <laughs> F0 versus Alan Wake 2, Andrew. <laughs> what do you think would win? Alan Wake has the power of the supernatural. Yeah. F0 goes really fucking fast. Really fast. Probably what, faster than death can catch you. But Alan Wake's flashlight mm. yeah. moves at the speed of light. So you think he's... Does it move at the speed of light or does it move at the speed of his well, the light, human hand? The light itself moves at the speed of light. What if he strapped him into two headlights and then drove a car around? Ooh, now that's good. Yeah, we're talking. Why doesn't he just do that? That would make so much in this game. He's a writer. Just write himself a, a buggy. Yeah, it's just like a Miyamoto thing. They're going a thousand kilometers an hour because he decided to. What if he did like the bat signal with one of them? Oh. Like, you know. I You know what I would do is if I were Alan Wake, I would write, basically, I would make myself Cyclops mm -hmm. where the light comes out of my eyes. Oh, wow. And I can wear glasses, but don't you get your darkness too close to me. Right. Take them right off. I'll shine yeah. that light right at you. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or like what the hackers do where they have a little flash, like mag light attached to their oh, glasses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah. So anything I look at uh, dies, I guess. I don't know. Something like or that. lights up. Yeah. Honestly, lights up. if I, when I hack, mm -hmm. if I have a flashlight on my eyes. Yeah. Like password I, one, two, three, four. <laughs> password one, two, three, four. The glare on the TV, on the computer screen. It's just too much. Impossible, right? Hate it. I know. Yeah. Well, uh, rookie, rookie hack. So Andrew, why don't you start us off with your rating okay. out of four bits for how you think you would have appreciated this game back when it came out? Yeah. Uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh man. I don't know. This feels, this feels tougher than usual. I just, because it is so very much of the moment. The graphics are incredibly of the moment that you look at it now and you're like, yeah, okay, sure. Whatever. But at the time you're probably like, fuck yeah, here we go. Three dimensions. Let's do things. But I remember the original F zero also was three dimensional in a capacity. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, it was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of the, the, the 2d 3d like Mario Kart was. Back yes. In the day. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a good way of putting it. And so you're kind of like, oh man. So what have I appreciated even that much? I wasn't a racing person and there were games that came out very similar times to this, like Mario Kart, like pod racer we're talking about that I think were better and I would have thought that they were better back then because those games had a real hold on me and this game did not. Yep. I'm gonna go, oh man, I'm gonna give it a pretty pedestrian two out of four. Yeah, I, I don't know that it can be rated much more than that. And I'm struggling to see why it it was rated uh uh and we'll, we'll go over the the actual specific ratings after after we give ours, why it was well received when it came yeah. out. I mean to to before I give my review, mm -hmm. 1998 is is a year that brought us Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Uh, Half-Life, Metal Gear Solid, StarCraft, Sonic Adventure, because this is Dreamcast era we're in wow. now. 
uh, 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 Tomb Raider 3, F-Zero X, obviously, that's the game we're playing, 1080 Snowboarding. So we're looking at a lot of games that had more detail and had speed and had much more to offer in terms of even if it wasn't strict story it was character this game's kind of devoid of it and i had an n64 the n64 wasn't ripe with amazing games year after year i think there's a reason why i didn't play it and i think that i'm going to let that affect my my rating for the uh for what it got back in the day i'm going to give this one you know what Oh, the speedometer does a lot of heavy lifting. I know we're joking about it, but if I'm a kid playing it, thinking that I'm going 1300 kilometers an hour, I think that would keep me interested. I think the unlockables would have kept me interested. I'm going to give this one a two and a half out of four. Wow. I think, I think it would have been, I was, I was thinking about going as low as one and a half, Mm -hmm. but I really channeled my inner Mikey and as, as a child Mm -hmm. and I, it's like a five nights at Freddy's thing. There's a child locked inside you. There is there is the a ghost child. of a child. And it's begging to come out. Andrew. That's why I play video <laughs> Spoiler games. Spoiler so alert. <laughs> um, the the uh, yeah no I, I consider going as low as a one and a half, but I do think that those very of an era elements of like look how fast you're going and mm-hmm. sixty frames a second yeah. and all these unlockables. I think that would have worked on me a little bit. Wow. Okay. So two and a two and a half or a four and a half out of what are they out out of eight? We out haven't of, done this in a while. No, Sorry, we four been, four and yeah. a half out of eight. Uh, not a great score. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to get much higher. Uh-huh. In our modern day scores, and I'll go first. It's also out of four bits. What we would have thought uh, today as adults playing this game, which we just did. Not uh, what we would have thought. It's what we do think. Also, what we would have thought though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both things are true. Both what we would have thought last week, mm. the week before, and tomorrow, and tomorrow. Um. Okay. Uh, I didn't like this game. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't find it to be very satisfying. The game is very quick, and sometimes that can be very rewarding. We're like, oh, well, we we'll start up another level. Yeah. We're not stuck playing a, a level we don't like or, you know, things like that. But at the same time, I didn't find it very rewarding. Uh-huh. I didn't go like, oh, I'm getting better. I'm getting worse. Sure. I just found things would happen, and you're like, oh, okay, that's okay. Yes, like any game, you could play it for a long time and get better and find the, find the, the little parts that you really like. But in the short time we played it, I did not like it very much. And I'm going to give it a one out of four. One out of four. I wow. just don't, don't I just know. don't, I find it to be unrewarding. I, the graphics aren't very good. The music's okay. Other than the sweet guitar licks. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and then even that, the speed and the controls, I don't know. I just, very floaty, not for me. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think the floatiness is something that I really struggled with as a kid. And I've gotten to understand more as an adult in okay. any of these like wipeout kind of games or, or F zero, that kind sure. of style of racer white uh, wipeout being F zero's kind of counterpart on the PlayStation. Mm. I, I think because it was so of an era and because they really don't make games like this anymore, you kind of have to go back to this to get that experience. I want to give it a little bit of a nod for that because it's, it's, you know, we, we talk about in the modern era, what, what can I play today to scratch that itch? And and maybe not quite as much. Does that make this good though? Ah, not quite. Yeah. Um, I, I'm higher than a one for you, okay. but I'm only going to go as high as a 1.5. Uh, maybe worth checking out, but that the bite size really quick races, I kept oscillating between like, I like it and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately I think I just landed on indifference and that's a big detriment to Yikes. to a game. So I'm, I'm going to go one and a half on that. All right. So that's two and a half out of four for a combined score of what is that? Six, seven, seven, seven out of 16, seven of 16. Not great. Not great. Let's go over uh, just really quick the uh, how the, the public saw sure. this game. So uh, Metacritic gave this one an 85 out of 100, <laughs> which is a very high score, yeah. right? Like, oh, I, wow. I, is, is, it a, is it because it's a first-party Nintendo game? I don't know. And people are kind of rose-colored glasses or, or just kind of like yeah. giving it more credit than maybe it's due. Maybe it truly did feel different. You know, IGN gave it a 9.1. GamePro gave it a 4.5. Wow. Electric Playground gave it an 8.5. And EGM gave it a 9. 
Um, I struggle Jesus. to be able to imagine really loving the game like this, uh, yeah. like, like that, play, playing it back then, especially when I could just, you know, it's so close to episode one racer, um, uh, Mario Kart, other other racing games that I feel like I would have had a better time with. But, you know, maybe maybe we just forgot what it was like to be kids. I guess so. I just I struggled to imagine the person reviewing the game just going like, fuck, yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. Like, I, just I like loving it. a lot of it is is. Car, cargo upside down. Cargo upside down. 1,300 kilometers an hour. Cargo fast. Cargo fast. That's all it and is. And there were moments where you you hit like a bump and you're in the air kind of maneuvering yes. and you're like, oh shit, got to get yes. back on the track. Cool. That, that It had its moments. It had its appeal. I think maybe like I could see like a 75, but an 85 and then from some of these 90? reviewers, 90, that, oh, that seems a little high for me. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, clearly we're very divided, but uh, we also got to find out. We haven't done this in a while. Oh, yeah. let's, let's, uh, let's dust off the red carpet. Let's go see if it won any awards. Okay, I'll meet you over there. In a fast car? I'm going to take my time. Oh. Yeah, I'm not Tracy Chapman. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Ah, here we are. Beautiful. Here we are. I'm still kind of walking slow down yeah, the red taking carpet. Time. Taking my time. Elliot's like urging me. I'm like, I'll get there He's when waving I get you. there. Come on, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put that hand away, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't you open your hand at me like that. No, no, no. Never do that. Mm -hmm. Never do that. I'm mm -hmm. his boss. You should know that. Yes, right. Um... <laughs> What? I'm just saying that you're his boss, so therefore he can't uh, gesture at you. No, 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 he can't gesture and he has to respect me. I'm his boss. Right. That's how companies work, Andrew. I guess, yeah. Don't you have to earn his respect? It's my company. Oh, it's your company. What more do I need to do? Our company. Huh? Our company. I don't respect you. You don't respect me? No. Co-own this thing. Co. I don't need to respect my peers. I need to stomp them out. <laughs> oh my God. Elliot, do you see how that works? All right, okay. Elliot's driving up in his, in his very undetailed car <laughs> with no wheels. It's floating. It's definitely powered by rocket fuel. Yep. Uh, Elliot, why don't you reach into the glove compartment and tell us the uh, awards <laughs> this game won? Uh, Again, I, you know, we have a lot of awards that... We do. That, well, we have a lot of awards. That's yeah, my first we point. We do. The second point... A lot of them are negative awards. Uh -huh. And sometimes I think it's better for a game to get a negative award because it kind of implies like a big swing the, and a miss. This is the problem with the game. Yeah. You you said it in your review. Indifference. Yeah. Indifference. Doesn't win an award. Will we, when we go back and say, you know, whatever, uh, tons of games later and we go like, do we play this game? It's like, did we play this game? Yeah. I remember yeah, yeah, the yeah, first yeah, 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 yeah. one. Yeah. You yeah. know, kind of thing. Yeah, that's it. It's, uh, it, I, and and I'm, I think it's kind of fitting. I think it's yeah. a, a fitting not with a bang, but a whimper kind of end uh, to the legacy of F-Zero X on the N64. But before we go, we do have these envelopes that are oh, kind of these ancillary thank awards. You thank you, uh, Elliot. Yep. Um, I'm going to read this one out. Okay, you got one? I got one, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, retired because that's uh, what this game should have done a long time ago. Oh, my God. Okay, well, I I think they gave me two because I was going to say retired bitch. Oh. But, uh, okay, whatever. I guess I'll come up, I'll come up with something else. No, no, just read the other card. No, I got one behind it. Oh, you got one behind it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you don't need to come up with anything else. You just have to read the other. No, card. I need to come up with oh. with another piece of paper here. Oh, because you dropped it. You have to go yeah, down to pick it up and then up. come back up. Okay, yeah, here yeah. we go. I got it. Okay. Uh, this one's fly like a falcon. Mm. A falcon, that's interesting. What okay, does that fly. mean? Well, I'll tell you, Mike. Okay, don't, I, don't you worry. I hope you <laughs> do. you stress Do you need more time to read the fine print on that? No, no, no. Fly like a falcon. Uh-huh. Because no one's going to remember falcon from this game. 
He's got to go to another franchise. Fly off. Oh, that's too bad. Hmm. Yeah. How many more games? Do you need to read a little bit more of that explanation? I don't think they're here. Let me slip <laughs> it in here and on the other side. Um, is it, was this, how many more F-Zero games were there? Oh, that's a good question. Um, and probably something that I should have looked up before. Uh, I think it's going to be funny when it's nine. <laughs> it's going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> no, it does seem like the kind of thing that, that, uh, kind of went away a little bit. That's I like it, what it, it doesn't have a, a lot of major ones. I think people have been kind of pining for it. I know that the Chris original Pine. ones have Chris Pining have been re-released. Mm -hmm. Like I know the the uh that, that F Zero X is now Switch Online. F Zero has that battle like battle royale mm -hmm. one i don't know if you saw that death one race. death race no 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 battle royale like a new game that came out oh it's like f-zero on the uh super nintendo okay. but it's like it's it's there's 99 racers and you try to come in first like like a lot of these battle royale games um so you have f-zero in 1990 you have uh uh f-zero x in 98 okay. maximum velocity in 2001 uh, F-Zero GX, which came okay. out, I think that was on the GameCube possibly. Uh, and then F-Zero 99 is the one that came out in 2023. F-Zero GP Legend was on the Game Boy Advance and F-Zero Climax, uh, is something that I'm still trying to achieve. <laughs> that was on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. F-Zero G-Spot came out the year later. F-Zero G-Spot. Yeah. 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 Wow. So there is a legacy after this game. Falcon of... Tongue Punch. That's another one. <laughs> Uh, so there's a legacy of this game that came out. So this, it didn't stop here, obviously. You know, there's more to it. Yeah. Um, but I think every time a new one comes out, they're just kind of like, meh. Remember think, this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the I, the fact that there were two on the Game Boy Advance and that seems to be the only console that had more than one F-Zero game makes sense. Yeah. Game Boy Advance kind of seems like the perfect style like graphical styling and capacity for an f-zero game right i think i think that kind of works well for it yeah so there you go we played f-zero x for its 25th anniversary do you zero twitter andrew oh f-zero sorry they traded yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> f-zero it's so confusing these days with their ip if you played this game and remembered it one way or another please let us know you'll hear our social tags at the end on X. Mm. Until then, we love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Taco Punch! I like a falcon. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. What is that? <laughs> Who's doing? I'm what? playing a cat. Oh, you're playing the pussy mobile. I'm playing the pussy mobile. <laughs> <laughs>